You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. is good ladies and gentlemen this is another episode of the slapping meat wrestling podcast my name is randall beatley i am your host this episode as seen by the title will strictly be about this mandy rose situation um so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna lead you essentially through a timeline from last night, this is Wednesday, the day the, f- the release happened. So Tuesday night, she drops the belt, right? So I'm going to take you from Tuesday night all the way through, you know, my feelings. And then I'm going to give you my opinion based on everything we find out, right? So I'm going to take you through her losing the title, going to sleep on that, what my feelings were at that point, and then take you from all the new information that came out today and that that as it's come out throughout the whole day, giving my opinion based on the information we have. Um, and then I'm going to give my opinion on the, on the reaction to Mandy Rose because getting released, because I think that that is a bigger story. That is a bigger story than Mandy Rose actually being released is the reaction and what I think the reaction to this story may end up bringing about, right? So I want to talk about the IWC's reaction, why I'm irritated with their reaction, um, and yeah, so I guess we'll just, we'll just break on in to... Um, into the, into the, the, the episode. So yesterday on NXT, Mandy Rose, um, attacks Roxanne Perez to start the show. Roxanne says, I, I don't want to wait till January 10th at new, new year's evil. We're going to fight tonight. So I have an opinion on this. At this point, and I posted this on TikTok, at this point in the story, before anything else that happened after happened, I have an opinion on this. Because even if, you know, you fire Mandy Rose, you could have created some sort of story out of it at this point to where you vacate the title and you have Roxanne maybe either win the title in a tournament or someone else, like say a Cora Jade, wins it and then has to go against. You see what I'm saying? WWE does an awful job long-term booking the women's division in terms of how money in the bank is cast in, 
the last like four or five women's money in the bank cash-ins happened the night they won it or the night after. Within the first 24 hours of them having the briefcase, it gets cashed in. That's not good long-term storytelling. It doesn't tell me that you actually really want to have the briefcase. It's really just a, hey, we have the women have everything that the men have. And you're not giving it any justice, right? It's the same thing with this Iron Women's Challenge. Within two to three days of it being won, it's now cashed in. It's now being worked on, I want to fight tonight, right? And knowing what we know now, it's understandable. It's understandable knowing what we know now. But you still, even if the plan was to fire Mandy Rose, release Mandy Rose, you could have created some sort of challenge where maybe one of the members of Toxic Attraction had the fight, Roxanne, or Mandy is hurt, and you know you could have played a storyline where Mandy is hurt and she gets to choose someone to fight for her, um, and you could have done something like that, or hell, you could have even vacated the title, um, and and done a story, a long-term storyline that way, and, um, but instead you just sort of cash in this, the Iron Survivor Challenge win, and now you have Roxanne Perez leaving NXT on Tuesday as your champion. Now this is a shitty situation to put yourself in, because I think everybody at this moment recognized that this was in response to Mandy Rose's nudes and it's not OnlyFans, but I'm gonna call it OnlyFans. Her her spicy link, her OnlyFans account got got leaked, some of the images and videos, and a lot of like my instant reaction knowing this was, oh no, they're they're gonna strip the title off of her, they're gonna wait for this to clear over. And then they're going to bring her back. We'll see her at the Rumble. That was my initial response. So we wake up this morning. And around 10, 15, 10.30ish a.m. Eastern time. I get a text in our group chat from my brother. Holy shit. WWE just released Mandy Rose. Now. I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like I hated Mandy Rose. I thought she was the best woman on the NXT roster. Um, I thought that she got robbed out of a top 10 vote for PWI's top 150 women only because PWI is supposed to be sort of this kayfabe list that is based off of achievements and and what you've do, done in the in the industry for that year, and I felt Mandy Rose had the best run of the year. I thought that over the last 300 and some odd days, in the last 365 plus days, Mandy Rose has been the best woman possibly in wrestling in terms of longevity of run and pretty decent matches, but let's not get this twisted. The run for Toxic Attraction was essentially over, and Mandy's run was going to come to an end at New Year's Evil. I'm 100% convinced that had they got to New Year's Evil without any issues, Mandy Rose was losing at New, De- New Year's Evil 
on the 10th of January so that on the 28th of January she was going to show up at the Royal Rumble. I am 100% convinced of that. So all this did was um, expedite Roxanne Perez becoming champion. And, and, and I hate it for Roxanne that she became champion under these circumstances. Because Roxanne Perez is not bad. Roxanne Perez is very, very good for as young as she is with how little experience she has. She's very, very good. You can build her as the super baby face. I did not like the gimmick they gave her when she first started. But, you know, you can build her as the super underdog baby face. Put her against either Cora Jade, Nikita Lyons, something like that. Um, and you could build Roxanne Perez to be the super babyface to potentially, when her run is over, I don't think she, she herself has much longer on the NXT roster. I think by SummerSlam, Roxanne Perez will be on Raw or SmackDown. I don't think she has much left to do in NXT. I personally don't think she needed a run in NXT but you really, at that time, you want it to get her over. And you want it to introduce people to her. Um, and I felt they'd done a, a very good job at doing this. Um, she's not a bad champion. I think she's better in the ring than Mandy was. I think she's better on the mic than Mandy was. Let's not get this twisted. Mandy Rose was the best woman possibly in NXT as a total package. But, but you're talking about an NXT roster that... You know, is mostly developmental outside of maybe Cora, uh, Indy, and 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 Roxanne. I don't think there's anyone else in there other than Toxic Attraction themselves that really Mandy was better than. Like Mandy was better than a of a majority of the NXT roster, sure. But you move her to the main roster, right? Is she top five in the company? No. Mandy Rose is not the top five in the women's division in the company. Charlotte Flair is better. Becky Lynch is better. Rhea Ripley is better. Alexa Bliss is better. Um, Bianca Belair is better. There's five, right? So at this point, Bailey's better, right? I think if booked properly, Raquel is better. Shotzi's better. Um, Candice LeRae has a better in-ring style, not the best on the mic. What was Mandy Rose booked for? Her sexuality. Mandy Rose, the bet with Mandy Rose was we are going to put her in NXT. We're going to, we're going to book her to be sexy. We're going to hope it gets over. And if it does, she'll become champion. She'll, she'll help younger stars get over and eventually she'll, she'll move up and, and we, we build a, a star, but WWE played the wrong game here, right? If right at first, right, WWE played themselves here by booking Mandy Rose for her sexiness. She recognized that she can make a brand off of her sexiness, and so for the last year or so, she's been having this site behind a paywall where where people are paying, and for what I understand, she's making. Um, 
like 250 grand a year off of this OnlyFans page, right? So if it's 250 grand a year, and all I got to do is take a couple photos and post a couple times a, a week, or make my NXT salary, which I'm 100% certain is a less, a lot less than that, and put my body through hell to make that money in the ring, right? I understand why Mandy made the decision she made and, and posted these, this content, right? But and WWE sort of developed her understanding that maybe she could sell herself in this way where she could, she can make a brand off of her sexiness. Um, and so, but here's also the difference, right? Is what WWE showed in, in terms of like family friendliness, wasn't all that edgy, right? It was a couple bikini shots. Children see that at the beach, at the pool, in movies all the time, right? It wasn't edgy, right? It was a couple bikini shots, um, right? What Mandy was showing is soft core pornography at times, right? So when Mandy lost the title, I was upset. I thought, you know, they took it from her. She'll move up to the Rumble. When she got fired, when I found out she was released, I was even more upset. But I didn't react the way that a lot of people in the IWC reacted. A lot of people on the IWC reacted with this sort of reactionary, I'm not going to think rationally about this reaction. I wanted to wait until I had some more information because I wasn't going to react to just the headline because I don't like the headline that is used on this story because the headline is used is either WWE releases Mandy Rose or Mandy Rose is released by WWE. It immediately makes you think that WWE is the bad person in this situation. And I'm not saying Mandy Rose is a bad person for posting this content. In fact, I'm all for her posting this content. I'm 100% for her posting this content. If that's what she wants to do, good for you. Make your money. However, you have to understand. So, so what then comes out is everyone immediately assumes this is because of the leaks. Or because she has the OnlyFans. Which is not the case. WWE knew about the page. I, you you couldn't not know about the page. She had it in her Twitter bio. She had it in her Instagram bio. She had it in her TikTok bio. You couldn't follow her on social media and not know about, um, and not know about this link. Because what you do, you click the link in her bio. It takes you to. It's not, I think it's Brand Army. It's sort of like uh, Linktree where it lists all of your links. You can put all your links to all your web pages and, and your YouTubes and all of that. Like, so for her, she has her YouTube and some like workout videos and, and uh, a link to Demandies, which is her and Sonia Deville's donut shop. Um, links to her TikTok, links to her Instagram. And then you have VIP fan page. You click VIP fan page, it takes you to um, this website, 
right? And you have to create an account. You have to give a credit card, right? There's paywall. But here's the thing. We already knew WWE knew that she had this because like, like almost two months ago, it comes out that she's right. A story comes out that she's allowing people to pay more. So first off, you have to already subscribe and pay the $25 uh, a month to her page. And then you have to like, then she's making men pay more on top of that to have her rate their dongs. She was rating their penises. I'm not afraid to say that, right? I don't care if y'all get like, she was rating their dicks, man. Like how desperate as a, as a person do you need to be to send your dick to a woman who doesn't give two fucks about you, just cares about your money to have it rated? Like, do you have that much insecurity in who you are to do that? Like, I've never understood why people pay for OnlyFans. I d- do what you want to do. If you make your money, that's cool. If there's, a, there's a market for it. If you want to buy it, that's up to you. I just don't understand it especially paying extra to have your dick rated for a woman who's never going to be anywhere near you or your dick. Like, that's weird to me, man. That's weird to me. Right? Um, so, you know, as information starts coming out, it's assumed that WWE did this because the leaks and because they found out she had the page, which is not the court, the, the case, right? It's, then information came out that they released her because she, they believed that the content she was posting was outside of the, of the allowed um, content in her contract. If that is the case, which I believe it is, I, I didn't do research, but from people who did do research from what I heard, it was essentially softcore pornography. There was up close pictures of of her private areas. There was uh, videos and pictures of her and uh, what is assumed to be her fiance um, having sex on camera um, in an angle where you could definitely tell he was penetrating her, right? So this is content that goes well beyond bikini picture. Right? This is content that goes well beyond you know, what is acceptable even on platforms like Twitter or Instagram. Right? I don't know. Twitter maybe would allow it, but but like this is content that would get you banned on a lot of social media. Right? And this is definitely not going to be content that WWE allows for their 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 employees to post. Now, granted, it was behind a paywall, but even still, WWE, you're using the name Mandy Rose. That is a WWE-owned intellectual property. Um, So you have to represent WWE. When you are an employee of WWE, you represent WWE. Right. And so for the stockholders, for the sponsors, for the shareholders, for the investors, um, for any, you know, uh, what it comes out is that Mattel, which is a toy company, um, was was not happy with the content she was posting. 
And so it was told basically to her, delete the content, maybe even remove the, 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 the page, or you're fired. That's essentially what I'm assuming the offer, the, the response to her was. Was remove the content and you can keep your job here. If you don't remove your content, you're fired. That's what I'm assuming the conversation was like. Because that's a basic conversation that anyone in this position, if you owned a business, would have with an employee who was doing this. If you damage the reputation of the brand you work for, especially if you have a toy line with that company, right? With, right, if you, she had a line of toys, right? So kids now know who Mandy Rose is, right? So now kids are now going to see these leaks. And that is not something Mattel, WWE, or any other company wants to be known for, right? So I understand the reason why she was released. But to me, the, the article titles, right, the titles of everything should be, shouldn't be WWE releases Mandy Rose. That makes Mandy Rose the victim, makes WWE the victor or um, the bad guy in the situation, the, the, what the article title should read is Mandy Rose gets released for breach of contract. She legally signed a contract on what she could and could not post. She broke that contract. In any industry you work in, in any business you work in, you break the contract. You break the, um, the, the terms of service for your employer your handbook there's clauses in each section that says failure to follow the rules will lead to discipline up to and including termination from position depending on the state you live in you you don't need to know the real reason like the state i live in in north carolina it's a right to work state they can fire you for any reason and not tell you Right, when I got fired from a restaurant that I worked at back in 2020, the termination paperwork that I signed literally said poor job performance. Granted, you ask anyone who worked with me, I was probably the best employee in the restaurant. Right, but all they had to put was poor job performance, not give the real reason, and now legally they all they could say is he he broke some some policy that would that told us that he had poor job performance and we got rid of him, right? That's all they had to put on the termination paperwork. Now, some states you have to give the actual reason. Some states you don't. I'm assuming um, that WWE's termination paperwork of Amanda Sacramento, which is Mandy Rose, will read something along the lines of Amanda Sacramento was terminated from her position with WWE it probably is actually spelled out, terminated from her position with World Wrestling Entertainment for breach of contract of the following areas. And it's going to list out, you know, section, whatever, whatever, um, content, social media content, whatever. Whatever the policy is titled and named, and it will probably list the, the policy word for word, right? And that's all they're going to have to tell. T- like, they don't have to give examples of what happened. I... I I don't know what their policy is on termination paperwork, on if they, you know, p- p- give examples or whatnot, but 
the termination paperwork isn't going to say Mandy Rose gets released because she posts nudes. No, no. Mandy Rose gets released, has been terminated from her position with World, World Wrestling Entertainment due to breach of contract section, whatever, whatever, right, of her contract, right? That's what the termination paperwork will more than likely say. Um, so when, the, when it comes out now that Mattel was frustrated and WWE officials basically go up to her and say, delete the content or you're fired, and she chose to keep the content up and still post, now I don't give two shits about her feelings in this situation. At some point, we have to keep Mandy Rose responsible for the choices that she made. Mandy Rose made a choice by continuing to post when repeatedly told to delete the content. So at this point, she broke the she breached her contract, which is terminable. She was told numerous times to stop posting, and she did chose not to. That's insubordination, right? So now what I want to basically talk about is the IWC, the online community, the TikTok, Twitter community, um, and their reaction um, to this response. Now, I'm going to preface this, and but I'm not going to do it. There was a podcast that I listened to today, and I, I, I'm going to take about a five-second clip from his... Uh, from his... Um, his podcast. It's the the commu- Casual Wrestling Community Daily Show uh, with Notorious Nerdy D. I'm going to take about a five-second snippet because he perfectly described TikTok and Twitter in the wrestling community on there. So this is what he had to say. This is why I hate TikTok, and I'm, I'm so over TikTok. I don't know if anybody's noticed. I don't post on TikTok anymore. It's a fucking, it, it's, it's a clusterfuck of, of just idiots talking. Is there not a better description of the IWC? Bunch of idiots just running their damn mouth and talking. Now, a lot of times when it comes to, you know, discussing what's going on on the product, IWC is fine. Now, but when it comes to, like, the business side of wrestling, I don't think they understand how this shit works. So we're going to break down some of the uh, responses that I've heard, that I've seen, that I've even had thrown at me as I've commented on other people's content today. Um, We're going to break some of these down. So the biggest one that I want to talk about is, oh, there's the misogyny. Here's the double standard of the WWE. Xavier Woods could, and Brad Maddox can be on the hub, pound and page. And, 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 and no one's going to say nothing. Well, you're right because Xavier Woods did not ask for that, that video to be leaked. Neither did Paige, neither did Brad Maddox. That was a video that they filmed not to be posted on the internet. It was something that was just supposed to be, you know, maybe they filmed it for themselves. Who knows what it was? But it wasn't filmed to purposely be put on the internet by any of them. It was stolen. It was leaked. It's completely different. Mandy Rose had intent in posting the things that she posted. Um, now, the misogyny line, the, the sort of, the fad strikes again. They treat their men better than their women. 
No, they don't. Um, Matt Riddle just got busted for coke, and he's not fired. Yeah, but he's going to rehab, and it appears to me that their policy is is three strikes and you're out, and if he fails again, then he's gone, is what is my assumption, is what is being reported. So they're still punishing Riddle, right? They're still punishing Riddle, and they've given him warnings saying, stop using, if you get caught again, you will be fired. We don't know the backstage talk Mandy Rose has had. It hasn't been reported whether or not that they gave her warnings or not. Nor do they have to post this information. But this could have been a situation where Mandy Rose had been told numerous times to stop posting stuff like she posted. And just because it got leaked, they had to expedite the firing process because... You know, it now has made been made public to to more people than who already knew that she was doing this. But we don't know the discipline that had already happened to Mandy Rose. I'm not going to sit here and assume the discipline, right? But here's something that I also don't like. Here's something that I also don't like. Where was all this love for Mandy Rose before this event happened? Because all you heard was, we want Mandy to drop the title, she, she's held it for too long. She's not needed any... Everyone shat on Mandy Rose for the longest time ever about her being champion. But the day she loses the title and then the day she gets fired for breach of contract, now everyone suddenly loves Mandy Rose. That is what I'm talking about when... When the IWC does not know what the fuck they actually want. This is why Vince McMahon never listened to you. Because you don't know what you want. And when you say you want something, and then you get it, you bitch and say you actually didn't want it. Or now we want this, give us this instead. Right? You want to know how I know that they don't care about the, the gender or the sex of the person? Because, God, what the fuck was his name? Lars Sullivan is not with the company anymore. After his his gay pornos leaked, they got rid of him. But Lars Sullivan was just as good, as I was saying earlier. Where was Mandy going to go if she went to the main roster? Where was Mandy going to go? You already had Bianca. You already had Bailey. You already had Becky. You're, you're going to get Charlotte eventually. You have Rhea. You have Raquel. You have Shotzi. You have Tegan, you have Dakota, you have all of these people. Mandy Rose didn't have a place on the main roster. Toxic Attraction did as a tag team. Gigi, Gigi and Jason, JC had a spot. They could go after the women's tag team champions. That's fine. But where was Mandy going to go? Was she going to go down and job with Sonya? Like, what was Mandy Rose going to do on the main roster? There was no spot. Let's not play with ourselves here. She's not. That's probably a bad choice of words because if y'all did research, y'all were playing with yourself a lot. Whoo. Ah, man. Let's not play around, though. Mandy Rose is not a top five woman in the roster, on the main roster. In NXT, sure. Top five, definitely. Right? But then you have the likes of Indy Hartwell going to come up. You have the likes within the next year, Nikita Lyons coming up. Ro- Ro- Roxanne, uh, Cora, they're all going to fall. Like, 
the roster is already too full on the main roster. So where was Mandy Rose going to go? You're going to put her against Ronda and have her lose? Because she's right. She was going to get exposed when you put her in the ring with people who were actually competent in the. She wasn't good in the ring. She wasn't good on the mic. She was average at both. Now, did she get better? Absolutely. But she still was far behind the rest of the main roster women. She was going to get exposed. The only thing she had was a gimmick, and she was fucking hot. I'm not going like like you if you don't see that that's the reason that she got pushed right and now so so the IWC say things like oh well they only fired her because they wouldn't she wouldn't get no 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 it doesn't matter if she gave a percentage of what she earned from OnlyFans because that's not even the policy anymore because they changed that policy when Vince left them about the time Vince left, I'm pretty sure it was when the policy changed, where now you could do Twitch. Now you could do, um, you know, side projects like Twitch and YouTube. But WWE's not going to approve you railing your boyfriend in the shower. WWE's not going to approve you showing your full titties on, on, on the website. Doesn't matter if it's behind a paywall. They're not going to approve it. My assumption, that what I'm hearing from, what I understand is they knew she had the site, but they thought it was sort of like kid-friendly, innocent pictures, like bikini pictures, and she wasn't doing that. It went against the terms of the contract. It's not hard to understand this. Every reaction in the IWC is a complete and utter overreaction. It's a complete and utter overreaction. To the fact that a woman who was top five in NXT, potentially like top 15 in the women's division, but she wasn't top five. She wasn't main event on the main roster. That part's already full. She was going to be mid-card, and there's nothing in the mid-card for the women. She was going to get lost in the main roster. So at the end of the day, I understand why she put picked the 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 content page cuz she's going to make a hell of a lot more with that page than she will wrestling she's going to make a hell of a lot more she I, and you can't tell me she didn't know this was coming you can't tell me that right she used her NXT run just long enough. She juiced everything out of it just long enough to to get her in a spot to where now she could use her name outside of WWE. Now Amanda Sacamundo or Mandy Sachs or whatever she wants to go by outside of WWE, she can use her body and and it will sell. And it will sell. Right, and people are going to pay to to to, to watch the the picture and get the pictures, and and she's going to become a model. What else is the career move for Mandy Rose? Right, there's no other move. She gets lost in the main on the main roster. I don't blame her for the decision, but we have to hold her responsible for the decision. This isn't the Fed's fault. This isn't WWE's fault. At what point do we not just say Mandy Rose made a choice and the choice she made was to breach her contract 
which she got fired for. Now, the latest report I saw was that doors are open for her to come back, which means one of two things. We fired you. We're going to let this breathe over for a few weeks, and then you're coming back at the Rumble. That's option one. Or option two is Mandy, delete the shit, and you can come back. I don't think she's going to do that. So I think they're just, if, if she comes back, the conversation was probably more like, hey, we're going to fire you. Don't worry. We'll bring you back. You'll be at the Rumble. Don't sign nowhere, right? You can keep doing what you're doing. We just got to let this blow over. That, that's the conversation I assume that happened. Um, but even if she doesn't show back up, right? Who, who cares? Like I said, she's overrated on the main roster. In NXT, she's the best thing because the rest is developing. But when you get up to developed superstar level on WWE's main roster, she doesn't. She, she's not as good. That's not a, a, a diss at her. She's, she, she played her gimmick. She played her part very well. But when you put her in the ring with people like Becky Lynch and Bianca and Bailey and Charlotte and Liv and, and all of the people that are already established stars on the main roster, she gets lost. The, right? So... I'm going to full circle this. I'm going to end this. I hope the best for Raquel's reign. I feel the most shittiest in this situation for Raquel. Not Raquel, excuse me. For Roxanne Perez. Here's why. Um, I feel the most shittiest for Roxanne Perez because she's now going to be seen as the, the champion was just handed to her so that WWE could sort of brush over this, 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 this thing. Right? And that she wasn't... Right? Right? But like I said, she was going to win it either at Vengeance Day or at New Year's Evil. In the next two months, Roxanne was becoming champion. I'm glad it happened now. I'm going to be honest with you. Because now what you can do is establish the month-long storyline of her and Cora Jade to have at New Year's Evil. Um, and then I would set up, if it was me, Roxanne. The next best woman in that category, I would say, would be Nikita Lyons. So Roxanne versus Nikita Lyons, or Roxanne versus Zoe Stark, or Roxanne. Well, yeah, Rox. Uh, excuse me, Nikita's a. Looks like she's a face now. So it would probably be like Roxanne versus Zoe, probably, and then Roxanne versus maybe Indy, right? But you have a lot of potential battles and. It becomes a little bit more realistic for some of the smaller women on the roster to um, to to face Roxanne. Roxanne has great potential. Um, I'm happy for her. I feel sad for her at the same time because she became champion for the shittiest of reasons. I don't agree with the policy. I, I got to put that out there because I know the response is going to be, oh, Randall, you just hate sex work. That's actually not true. I'm very pro-sex work. I think it should be legalized. Not only is it going to generate a lot of money for women, but it makes them safer, um, especially like on the streets, like actually the ones having sex, right? The actual prostitutes who work in the, you know, maybe at, on the streets or who the, the, the strippers, right? It makes it safer, It right? So I'm all for sex work. Right, I wouldn't advocate it. like if I had a daughter, she wouldn't be a sex worker. I wouldn't advocate that lifestyle. I wouldn't advocate 
the use of pornography or even the use of like prostitutes. I wouldn't advocate for it in terms of like, I wouldn't say go do this. It is a, it is a debaucherous lifestyle for a reason. It is looked down upon for a reason. Um, however, I think you should have that ability to make that choice for yourself. Right. So I do think we should legalize it. Um, uh, but right. So I'm a champion for sex workers, right? If you want to do that, do it. I'm all for it. But just understand, like, you can't complain about, like, like if Mandy comes out and complains about, oh, I'm unfairly fired because I do sex work. No, Mandy, you're unf- you, you were fairly fired because you broke the terms of your contract. And that's the point that I want to get around. That's the point that I want to get across, right? She broke her contract. At the end of the day, whether or not you agree with the policy, she broke the policy, Right, and because she broke the policy, she got fired. I hope they bring her back. I hope she makes the decision to come back. Um, but if she doesn't, I wish her the best in her and whatever she chooses to do. Um, and yeah, let me know what you guys think. Like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Share it with all your people that you know, like wrestling. I want to know what you guys think. Follow me on. On Twitter and on uh, TikTok, um, we too deep four one three. That's W E T O O D E E P four one three. This has been the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. My name is Randall Beatley. I will see you guys on the next episode.